Hey there, welcome to Truly Oz, where we're devoted to sharing insider scoops on our major cities and the exploration of regional, rural and outback Australia. We created these Truly Oz podcasts so that before you travel somewhere, you know a little bit about the place and have the lowdown on the best things to check out. I also love sharing my top picks on where to eat, drink, play and stay. For more travel inspiration, you can also check out our stories online at trulyoz.com and also find us on Instagram at trulyoz. Today we're going to explore a stunning part of Queensland that I don't feel gets enough attention, the Mackay region. Saying that, it means it's not as touristy as a lot of the other areas near the Great Barrier Reef. And even though it's only a couple of hours drive from the Whitsundays, when you're exploring the hinterland, you're often alone in the rainforest with just the wildlife for company. Firstly, though, I would like to acknowledge and pay my respects to the traditional custodians of the land, the Yuriburra people. The region is called Yui country and the borough is attached as it refers to the people of that area. Today, Mackay has a population of around 170,000 people and it's made up of the city and the marina, Mackay's northern beaches, Pioneer Valley and Ungala, Cape Hillsborough, the Hibiscus Coast, the Serena and Isaac regions and some amazing little outlying islands. And although the city's roots are deep in sugarcane and coal mining, Mackay goes by the catch cry of nature reserved, as it's a world-renowned place to see kangaroos on the beach at sunrise and it has an abundance of rainforest to explore. It's also famous globally as somewhere that you can see platypus in the wild. An hour west of Mackay in the mountains lies Ungala National Park and the quaint township of Ungala at the head of the Pioneer Valley. It's Australia's longest, oldest stretch of subtropical rainforest at over 51,700 hectares. The park's name is from an Aboriginal word meaning land of the clouds. Upon a recommendation from a local, I went to Ungala National Park for lunch, determined to see platypus, but also to meet the equally famous Austrian chef named Oscar, whose yodel burgers sell out like hotcakes. On top, these burgers have flower-like arrangements made from split sausages. As the name suggests, and much to the amusement of guests, he serves them with a hearty yodel. Oscar swore to me that I would have 90% chance of seeing platypus in the river running by the cafe, and he was right. And my walk around the stunning area on wooden boardwalks and pathways designed to keep the rainforest protected, I spotted many of the elusive creatures, gently duck diving in and out of the waters where they dine on mini shrimp and insect larvae. Ongola has a rich history of gold mining, timber, daring and tourism, and the area has 22 kilometres of bushwalking tracks. And the Mackay Highlands Great Walk, which has awesome views and various levels of difficulty, so do read the signs first. You can also read a lot about Ungala's history on well-posted information boards along the Sky Windows walking track, which also has wheelchair access. It's also a twitch's paradise, with more than 200 bird species, including the Ungala honey eater. Other rare natives include the gastric brooding frog, doesn't sound fun, and the orange-sided skink, doesn't smell nice. As a nature lover, you can't visit the region and not explore the Cape Hillsborough region. And the Cape Hillsborough Nature Tourist Park draws people in from across the globe as it's the only place in the world where you can watch a beach sunrise while wild kangaroos gather around you. It's a lovely laid-back place where you can stay the night on the beach in cabins, caravans or in your own tent. The Tourist Park and Nature's Reserve is run by husband and wife duo Ben and Renee Atherton and their three kids who all grew up in the area and so they have plenty of tips to share. 
Over the past 10 years, the crowds have exponentially grown as it's such a photographer's dream. So they've been very careful about putting measures in place so that people keep a respectable distance from the wild kangaroos. The eastern grey kangaroos here have been foraging on the beach for over 20 years, nibbling at seaweed and mangrove seed pods. They're usually followed by a group of wallabies. The tourist park is surrounded by some amazing walks and if you go in the cooler months, one of the walks will have you absolutely surrounded by tens of thousands of blue tiger butterflies. Over 20 species have been identified in the region including the Ulysses and mountain blue butterfly. Flatback and green turtles can be seen all year round here as well. Head out to Turtle Lookout and around Wedge Island and they're hard to miss. In summer you might also be lucky enough to come across turtles laying their eggs on the beach or their super cute hatchlings toddling off in search of water. Whale watching season is from July to August in these parts as the whales and their calves go past on their annual migration. They sometimes rest in Casuarina Bay and play with their young. Ben and Renee recommend Andrews Point walking trail at Turtle Lookout as one of the best places to see them. Another recommendation by the couple is enjoying some downtime at the Old Station Tea House, which is just down the road in Cape Hillsborough and surrounded by a fairy tale of a rainforest. Entering the century-old railway station building that was transported on a truck from the nearby town of Marion is like stepping back in time. The building has been thoughtfully restored without losing a bit of its amazing character. Fox furs hang on mannequins, doilies decorate tables, railway memorabilia sits along crates of retro Coca-Cola bottles and other treasured finds are dotted about such as robed vintage teddy bears. Next to the building, an enormous cedar deck sits above the flower-filled gardens and rich lawns above the rainforest. Fig trees abound and they're covered in fairy lights. Here you can enjoy a Devonshire tea whipped up with love and served on dainty china while listening to the rainforest birds. It's a hot spot for local weddings, parties, morning tea and long lunches. And for $40 per person, you can book in a decadent high tea. Although many say nup to the cup these days, and rightfully so, Mackay was also put on the map for its Mackay Beach horse races. After a few years hiatus, it was back in 2022 and bigger and more fun than ever. As the event organisers say, it's not the Melbourne Cup. It's a bit more casual than that, and even on the VIP deck overlooking the beach, the outfits are more casual than flashy. Buggies cruise up and down the beach replenishing the pop-up bars with beer and wine. People cheer from boats out on the ocean. Live music and DJs have people dancing in the venues, balconies and on the beach as the horses race down Harbour Beach. There's fashion on the sands, and as the party goes well into the night, there's a recovery party on the Sunday. It's a fun way to meet the locals, and it also draws in plenty of tourists from across the country. There are loads of great places to stay in Mackay, with a lot of the big hotel names such as Best Western, Ridges and Mantra. But if you want something affordable but really relaxed and homely, check out the lovely cabins at the Blue Pacific Resort. The place has some of the best views in Mackay, rows of palm trees along the Pacific Ocean above a rock wall cascading down to a beautiful beach that completely disappears at high tide. Owners Kath and Nick make you feel like family during your stay, the resort being like an extension of their home. When it comes to dining out, there are plenty of options in the city and around the marina, but when in Rome? You can learn more about Mackay and its history of sugarcane farming and how sugar is turned into sweet treats by visiting Serena Sugar Shed. 
This unique venue came about because in 2003, the local sugarcane mills, including the Plain Creek Mill behind the sugar shed, ceased doing tours due to increasing safety compliance and rising insurance costs. So a group of locals, including the mill workers, got together and with the support of the council, they came up with the idea of developing a replica of the mill on council-owned land. In 2006, it opened with one full-time staff member and a bunch of enthusiastic locals volunteering as tour guides, gardeners and retail staff. The first liqueurs were also produced in 2006 and it's gone on to win a host of awards for the venue and for its rum. Visitors can do a tour of the miniature working sugar mill and the rum distillery. You can taste test the product range including ice cream, sauces, relishes, chutneys, craft distilled liqueurs and the famous sugar shed rum, which can then all be purchased from the store on site. At the Sugar Shed Cafe, you can also tuck into a sandwich or a quiche or share a cheese platter on the rustic deck outside. Celebrating the region's Indigenous roots, Flack Yard is a more recent success story back out near Angola. Nick Flack and his family recently took over the once iconic Old Church Cafe in Pioneer Valley and have since transformed it into a small retreat of a restaurant that celebrates locally produced ingredients and Indigenous-owned and lead suppliers. Nick and chef Mark Collings head up the kitchen and this year it was awarded as the reader's choice in the Australian Good Food Guide. Flackyard's signature degustation experience introduces diners to an astounding 30 Australian native ingredients that have been used for centuries by our First Nations people. The property also has its own kitchen garden, a worm farm, and guests are welcome to have a go at catching a barramundi in the dam before or after a meal. For more rainforest time while sampling some local produce, do yourself a favour and order an amazing platter box from local business Plattered Up. They're absolutely jam-packed with delicious food and the options are overwhelmingly good. You can do the brunch box, the cheese and meat box, a croissant box, fruit selections, vegan offerings, a box of sliders, baguettes galore, or even a box filled with all sorts of chocolate treats. Pack a blanket and your swimmers and drive for an hour and a half west of Mackay to Finch Hatton Gorge. It's a much-loved local hangout and has two well-marked bushwalks, including the hour-round trip Araluan Cascades, recommended for those who aren't up to anything too challenging, and a two-hour more challenging experience on the Wheel of Fire Cascades Walk. On the Araluan Cascades Walk, grab a patch of rainforest with rock pools perfect for wading and a stunning rock-walled swimming gorge. After a dip, lay back on the smooth top boulders beside the cascading waterfall and dry off, then get stuck into your five-star picnic. If you're lucky, it will just be you and nature for company. We hope you enjoyed this podcast on Mackay and that you get to explore Yui country soon. If you'd like a good road trip, the trip from Townsville that Rex flies into is amazing. It's four hours from Townsville down to Mackay and then you can explore at your heart's content and head back off to Townsville afterwards. Thanks for listening to the Truly Oz podcast. If you like what you heard, hit follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. And for more travel inspiration, head over to trulyoz.com or catch us on Instagram. We look forward to bringing you more Truly Oz travel inspiration soon.